Welcome to a long and long time ago. My name's Martin, and with me as always is my cousin Adam. How you doing, Adam? I'm very good, thank you. And you? Good, yeah, really good, thank you. Um, today we're going to be continuing our top 11 Clone Wars episodes. And when I say our top 11, let's be honest, it's my top 11. Um, just wanted to bring up before we started that um, the 11 episodes that we're um, saying are my favourites aren't in... Down, aren't counting down from say 10 or 11 down to one it's yeah. it's in broadcast order um and there may be one or two that are quite obvious the in other people's top 11 but this is just my personal opinion and this is obviously the 11 that i like the most <laughs> most people would have a top 10 but <laughs> well Martin, yeah <laughs> as, as previously stated martin's um not been able to pick a 10 so he's had to whittle it down to 11 yeah, well, you know, without going into too much detail, it was a lot higher than 11, but I wasn't allowed <laughs> to do that amount. So we got it down to 11 eventually. Um, but, but without further ado and me rambling on too much, um, which will happen later on in the episode, yep. um, we're going to be talking about um, season five, episode 18, The Jedi Who Knew Too Much. Um, and this is the second part of a four part arc. Um, I'd love to be able to do full arcs as as favorite episodes but we we simply just don't have time <laughs> so i've picked individual episodes from arcs or standalone episodes and this is one of them um before as always i go into an absolute tirade of comments um and and things that i loved about the episode mm. let's go to you adam you yeah. just literally watched the episode for the second time second time yeah although um, it took a little while so it took until the point in the prison where Ahsoka is choking out um, uh, Lotta Termond, I think yeah. her name was. Um, it took until then before I actually realised that I would had seen it before because I, uh, as we've probably mentioned before, I've seen most of the Clone Wars. There are still a few episodes that I haven't seen. Um, obviously, I would have seen this one because it's one of your favourites and you would have recommended it to me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I have seen it, uh, which, you know, thought it was a good episode. Um, started off a little bit slow. And as you've stated, it's the second part of a four part arc. Um, <clears throat> so I don't really remember the events leading up to it too well. If at all, actually, if I'm being honest, I don't really remember it at all. Uh, aside from the recap that they give you at the beginning of the episode, I was just sort of well completely you know <laughs> well there's a lesson to anybody no who's watching no this that hasn't seen it before <laughs> make sure you watch the first part first yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah a bit difficult like i say to remember what was going on uh but when we got to that prison scene where she's choked well she's not choking out um the person who's been imprisoned uh that's when it sort of triggered in my mind that i had seen this one before yeah, I think that's fair. I think there are a lot of good moments in the episodes, mm. um, some great moments in the episode before the prison break. 
Yeah, but it, well, from, you know, I it was from it was from the prison break point that the pace sort of really picked up, and it was yeah. actually quite an intense episode to watch. Absolutely, yeah, and, was... and I think if anybody who's followed this series, and you know, if they if they if they've watched the structure of how well I call it a structure, we try to do a structure, but um, the structure of these um, videos and podcasts is basically we talk about all the bullet point areas that I liked and there's always one main part of the episode that I like Mm. and they always tend to be things to do with Jedis or the Jedi Mm. not necessarily clones so um or anything else to do with the Clone Wars and again I think this you know without a spoiler ahead is the same for me I think um the the great part of this episode is to do with the Jedi-ness if you like Mm. of uh, (laughs) what's going on um, when Ahsoka's escaping the prison yeah yeah well it's that and it's also quite sort of intriguing isn't it it leaves you wanting more at the end of it that was what i got from it because you obviously you don't know at the point who's um who's helping ahsoka escape the prison just like we don't know who's choking out the the imprison the prisoner before yeah so you know it's let, me, let me stop you there let me stop you there okay oh, you... do you remember who it was I think tell- I do, but okay. I can't, I'm not a hundred percent. I think I do. Okay. I think that person actually makes an appearance in this episode. Is that right? Yeah, possibly, possibly. Quite possibly. Um, I'm, I'm sure anyone who watches this will probably have seen it, but yeah, yeah I don't want to just in case without spoiling it in yeah. case this actually yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes people want to go and watch it who haven't seen it before. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, before we get to that. Um, awesome prison break. Um, I'm going to run through a, a few things as always I do with these episodes. Um, of, of things that I picked out that, uh, and are the reasons I love this episode so much and yeah. it's made it into my top 11. Um, so we'll start off with the opening. I thought it was a fantastic scene at the beginning mm-hmm. um, where you see the, the all the Jedi attending the funeral of the, of the other Jedi who died during the bombing. Yeah. And you kind of get the sense that this is a become a regular occurrence for them since yeah. the war broke out and um, we actually see it don't we um in the recently released tales of the jedi uh we see a similar sort of funeral for um qui-gon we do yeah uh, well you see qui-gon's funeral in um the phantom menace obviously um oh man i don't remember that yeah it's right i the, don't remember the, that scene the phantom menace <laughs> we need to watch the prequels more but that's another yeah. story yeah um so so yeah we we <laughs> we um we haven't really seen a, a mass Jedi funeral or, or an official, I suppose you say, Jedi, Jedi funeral in, mm. in the temple. So that was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um, I thought some of Yoda's dialogue was was absolutely great, you know, such as no one lives forever and mm. uh, live through us forever they will. Um, I think I think this is obviously Yoda speaking the beliefs of the Jedi, mm. which which happens to be the complete antithesis of what Anakin thinks. And I th- I thought that was quite a nice touch um, yeah. from the writers. You know, okay, this is what Anakin should have been like. He shouldn't have attachments. He shouldn't um, mourn the loss. Well, he should mourn the loss, but he shouldn't you know seek revenge or, yes. or whatever yeah. when it comes to that sort of thing. So that that's kind of why I like that scene. Mm. Um, I thought I thought the following scene where um Ahsoka is showing some of the tendencies um that Anakin has when she finds out the Republic military is taking over the investigation of the suspected bomber. Um, you know, she 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 has that tunnel vision that Anakin has um when it comes to 
getting justice and, and finding out who the culprit is and, and mm. making them pay some something that you know you see with anakin all the time through the clone wars yeah. and uh it was quite it, you know she's obviously picked that up because he she's um he's her master mm. and uh you know li- little moments like that you know as we we mentioned many times on this series creates more depth to the characters mm-hmm. of, of Anakin, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, everybody really. Um, and um, it's quite amusing when you hear Anakin say, revenge is not the Jedi way um, <laughs> yeah. in, in that scene. Knowing how he is. As a, as it, a exactly. Jedi, you know, yeah, it's, it's, um, you can see Anakin, Anakin, I think um, throughout the Clone Wars is shown as someone who wants to be the best Jedi he can be, mm. but he just can't get past the attachments side of things and uh you know as we see later on in this episode and further on in this arc um that's definitely something you know mm. that's shown that he, te- he tends to um struggle with um couple uh there was one thing in that jedi temple scene that um you know there was obviously all the regular jedi council members you know in the background of all these scenes but uh i don't know if you noticed terra sanubi um um, walking in the background around okay. the Jedi Temple, Terra Sanube being the guy who was um, in the Inquisitor's Fortress, um, uh, Fortress Inquisitorious, as, as I've struggled to call it on many occasions, <laughs> um, in the Amber, the, the, the old looking Jedi with the walking stick. God, no, I, I can't remember that one. Just really? Probably only watching that. A little oh, while ago. Wow. And we talked about it for quite a long time <laughs> during the yeah. review episodes. But yeah, he was in the background yeah. of the episode. Um uh, I'm oh, sure no. if anybody I think now that yes, yeah, I think now that you say it, yeah, I think I'd yeah, sorry, in the amber, yeah, That's in right. case in the, the amber. amber. Got That's you, right. sorry. Yes. Yeah, he was the first one that Obi-Wan saw <clears> when, <throat> when he yep. went in there. Um uh then sort of that kind of leads us to the scene where um, Ahsoka's been um, sort of summoned to the Republic um, military facility on Coruscant to talk to the witness, or sorry, the sorry the suspected bomber. Yeah, and uh, there's this, and I always talk about panning shots in this series, but there's another fantastic panning shot where they're just panning around this Republic military base on Coruscant, um, and it, and the animation. I mean, yeah, obviously it is animation, but. Mm. It, it looks so real. It looks like something you'd see in one of the live action movies. And I, I just, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the animation in this show is so good. And mm-hmm. I just can't get enough of these wide angle panning shots of Coruscant in general yeah. or space battles or anything in this show. Yeah. Um, they do such a good job. And, you know, it makes you feel like you're in the prequels. I, I really, really enjoy that. Um there was a, a a lot of subtle John Williams music um, cues in this episode. Um, I don't know if you noticed. No, I actually didn't. No. Yeah, there was there was there was some Force theme. There was some Imperial oh, March. There was a bit with um, uh, like you were saying about earlier about uh, Yoda's eulogy. Yes. I think around there I did think, oh, that sounds a bit, yeah. Yeah, and there was there was a couple of a couple of moments where the um, Imperial March came in, where um, Anakin was at the um, prison. He was trying to see Ahsoka, but they wouldn't let him in, mm. and he was getting angry. And then yeah, the... I did like that. I did like yeah. that sort of scene showing him getting getting angry because obviously, yeah. like you you would think that Jedi isn't supposed to show anger. No, no, <laughs> uh, we yeah, know, we all know Anakin. We yeah, all know I mean, you know. 
without going into that, we were here to talk about this episode, but the broad scope of the Clone Wars basically shows you, you know, more and more as the series goes on, Anakin's sort of descent into anger mm. and mistrust of the of the Jedi Council, yeah. which leads nicely to Revenge of the Sith. So you kind of you feel it a bit more once you've seen mm. the Clone Wars. Um uh the captured bomber um when speaking to Ahsoka talks about the um many people in the Republic in general losing faith in the Jedi and considering them warmongers um rather than keepers of the peace. Yeah. Now that's really interesting because well, I've seen a lot of been said on a few occasions as well, has it? Yeah, I'm glad you said that because yes, it's been it's been hinted at quite a lot during mm. the uh, the series and uh, it's something that Palpatine himself has, you know, um devised. Uh, it's kind he of devised, plan, pushed. I mean, he's mm. always he's always there's one episode, I think it's um say uh, when Soka loses her lightsaber and there's a video hologram of him talking to the people of the Republic in the background and uh He's he's um he's kind of um saying that the Jedi aren't to blame for this because there's dissent in the in the Republic that the Jedi are all to blame for the war, mm. and, it, and it's really interesting because he's obviously the one who's behind the scenes pushed this, yeah. But he's also the one in yeah. in the front of the scene who's de- who's defending them, he's and doing his bit to keep out of their uh, out of their eyesight, absolutely line really, isn't he? Absolutely, and and you know. I think this is great. It's another reason why, you know, when Palpatine does take power and he says that the Jedi in Revenge of the Sith, this is the Jedi have tried to kill him and, um, mm. you know, uh, civil rebellion and all this, um, as he says in, in the in the film, the people believe it more because of all this stuff that's gone on in the past. So they they, they think they don't, they, they follow him blindly. They say, oh yes, this, the Jedi, they were terrible. Um, and then, of course, you know he's able to become emperor without, you know, even a even a bat of an eyelid because of all of the propaganda he's secretly pushed um, as chancellor. So, yeah, you know, this that was a great, great sort of fine, uh, finally getting a bit of vocal um, confirmation from a person who who believes this um, sort of lie that that um, has been put forward. So, you know, quite a deep cut thing, I know, but it's <laughs> something that I love because you know I, I love I love how the whole Sith plan, you know, I've mentioned it many times before, the Sith plan to take over the Republic was just genius. And and the way it's carried out is uh, Julius Caesar-esque, if you like. Um, I I think it's great. Um, uh, Tarkin's interrogation of Ahsoka um, gives off big vibes of um, when he's interrogating or talking to Princess Leia in uh, A New Hope. Um, he, mm. you know, he he's he's holding her by the by the the chin as yeah. he's talking to her, and uh, just like Leia sort of just pushes away from uh, Tarkin, Ahsoka does the same. Mm. Um, I, I thought that was a, a nice little Easter egg in there. Um, but um, as with each episode, the the reason I love this episode so much is is basically the prison break um, yeah. part of the episode, and I know you've said, well, God, yeah, I, I was going to say that you know. It's not your average Star Wars prison break. There's like, it's more intense, if you like. I felt, um, I think you, you think about a Star Wars prison break for the most part. Uh, obviously, it was different with the Andor prison break that we've seen recently. But mm. in general, the Obi Wan sort of, you know, there's always um, the crouching around the facility. It's very much more a sort of stealth thing. 
in any case when they're sort of working their way around any sort of imperial premises yeah. i know this isn't imperial but a lot of it they they do it so sort of stealthily they're trying to avoid being seen whereas this yeah. is very much like run and gun sort of thing yeah i mean i think i think the difference is we're seeing a jedi in their prime escaping um clone troopers who only a, an hour or two maybe a day before were on you know under their command mm. um and you know they're under orders to take out ahsoka but at the same time you know anakin's there and he doesn't you know want his padawan obviously set, to be to uh, stun, wasn't it? exactly well well initially they were shooting they were, to kill yeah, yeah yeah um so i mean I don't, I don't want to go too much about uh who set up her lead but being able to get out and everything because obviously that might ruin sort of the next few episodes but uh um i will start with um when she gets out of the facility i think um and just as a little well, it's not an easter egg actually i suppose the bad batch would be the easter egg but um initially she she gets out of the facility and she jumps up onto the clone statue um mm. and the clone statues are next to the memorial wall that's created from stone taken of geonosis um during the first battle of geonosis that has all of the memorials for the dead of the yeah. clone troopers on it um we so see that in bad batch you do you see that in uh the solitary two. clone episode yeah right yeah um so um it's quite prevalent in it and it's um they've obviously touched it up a bit in the in the bad batch because it looks really good mm. um, you can actually read the arabish in it and uh everything but uh it was um, kind of cool because you know for those who you know watch the clone wars this was the probably the first time i think we've seen that um and it, you know it leads up to what we're watching now really you know yeah. what we're seeing now so you know it's got to be over 10 years ago that episode that we're watching today um right yeah so quite a while so that that was a nice little easter egg yeah but in the reverse um <laughs> i thought the atmosphere of the prison break as soon as she gets outside there's uh the the thunderstorms and the lightning and uh the rain dripping um starting to drip on on the lightsaber as she's running and trying to get away and she's slipping all over the place i thought and and the music the the, the sort of the operatic again the operatic music while she's trying mm. to escape from people that you know she, only the day before she was like in the in the trenches with that you know she was commanding if you like yeah the whole it hits the mood doesn't it it, it does it sets it, the scene it's very tense um yeah. I don't think anyone would be under the illusion that she was going to get killed or anything, but even still, you know, you didn't know where it was going to end, whether she was going to get captured or not. Um, it, it was absolutely great. Um, and there were some real brutal um, shots at her, I thought, where she was escaping, you know, she was trying to run towards that ship to escape. And uh, before Anakin gave the order to stun, they were trying to take her out with the big battery tur turrets um, yeah. and blew up that ship right in front of her. And, uh, you know, she took quite a wallop um, yeah. from the explosion of that, you know, and that kind of, I think that was great to put at the beginning because you thought to yourself, oh, if you'd seen it the first time, oh, yeah. I don't know, is she, she going to make it through this? Um, yeah. You know, they really are out to shoot to kill. Um, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was fantastic. Um, as I mentioned, the music was great. Um, uh, we're seeing... I don't know if obviously you remember because it's quite recent, but during Tales of the Jedi, we we constantly saw Anakin training Ahsoka, yeah, with the clones and yeah. how to you know um, be able to go up against the clones and win or defend herself. Yeah. Well, 
again stunned on you know occasion after occasion exactly and and now again i know we saw the fruits of that in the season or or the near season finale of season seven for the clone wars but isn't it nice that this also corresponds to that training um you know again don't tell me for a second that they thought that through um when they made this episode there's absolutely no way but isn't that a great insight and great memory from the makers of the show to Mm. think, well, actually this won't be the first time that she's done this. Um, She's escaped the clones before. So you could in head canon, if not in real canon say, well, this is a result of Anakin's training. Yeah. Um, I I love that. And I more than anybody love lightsaber fights in (laughs) star Wars. I absolutely love, and especially in the prequels and the clone wars, I absolutely love lightsaber fights. Who doesn't? (laughs) <laughs> well, exactly. But there's one thing I love probably more than lightsaber fights um, when it comes to the Jedi. Um, it's the acrobatics and the seeing things before they happen that the Jedi use um, the force for. So, you know, for example, there's a couple of examples this episode where Ahsoka is doing backflips through closing blast doors and she just makes it through mm. doing sort of um, a, a flip through it just as it closes. There's um, her walking or running, sorry, along the uh, the gangways as the clone um, gunships are trying to shoot her yeah. with stun blasts. And she's doing, um, I don't know, cartwheels and flips and jumps. And she's managing not only to deflect them with the lightsaber, but managing to sort of, as, as her leg goes over, one goes between her legs, you know, to, yeah. just to avoid it. And I think... I think I love that more than anything about the idea of the Force and... Yeah the way the Jedi use it and the fact that they can deflect uh, blaster bolts or in this case, stun bolts um, because they can see things before they happen and uh, they can, they can, you know, see it happening so they can deflect this stuff so quickly. And Mm. even on, even in live action, as well as animation, it comes across so cool um, on screen. I absolutely love it. Um, and there's one little scene, um, and this isn't the first time it's happened in Star Wars, but whenever a Jedi loses their lightsaber and um, they call it back um, with the Force and they, as soon as they grab it in their hand, like she does in this episode, it instantly ignites. Yeah. And there's lots of things in Star Wars that people say, oh, that's very Star Wars. And we've talked about them before. There's losing a limb. Um, there's binary sunsets. Um, you know, there's... Uh, there's there's space battles there's lightsaber fights but this for me is also one of those star wars moments or tropes or whatever you want to call it where someone calls a lightsaber they instantly grab it and as it reaches their hand it's ignited straight away yeah it it, it's just so cool to see that and i i love that so much in in this episode um it's, it's absolutely great um and a couple more things um obviously when um ahsoka um, sees Anakin at the end of the tunnel before she jumps down into the catacombs mm. of Coruscant. Um, there's a, there's that whole. I don't know if you've seen the Fugitive with Harrison Ford. Uh, this is my notes. Okay. Uh, this this is in my notes. It's very the Fugitive. Yeah, you know, that's that's exactly what it reminded me of straight away. And I yeah. was wondering if there was a reason behind that. I think I think everybody thought that when it first came out, and I still yeah. think that now. And I actually, before we came on, I looked at the episode notes that they have on the StarWars.com, and actually, I think the makers initially, uh, sorry, intentionally did that mm. uh, because it's actually in the notes that that they did that. So, um, but that was a cool moment. Yeah. And but is um, there any like 
any relevance? Who, who did somebody work on the fugitive who worked on this? Or I, I don't think know? so. I don't uh, think so. It's I mean, just something that they liked and they wanted to put in. No, I mean, there's a with the Clone Wars. George wanted them to do a lot of um, homages to other films. I mean, there was the well, Zillow Beast episodes in the two first two in the first season sorry and they were kind of godzilla type episodes mm. i don't know if you've seen those ones no, um obviously each of these four episodes in this arc are named after alfred hitchcock movies um obviously this one being the jedi who knew too much um, um so obviously you know that's named after a hitchcock movie minus the jedi <laughs> um so so basically george was always doing homages to other you know big filmmakers so i, I don't think it really had anything harrison fordy involved no, but it definitely um it definitely you know he, he wanted well, I, to did, get... I did think maybe it's just the harrison ford is the only link there but possibly but i think completely it's irrelevant to the episode yeah i think it's irrelevant i think it's more it's it's just the shot itself you know it's it's a famous shot in a movie that everybody loves mm. um, um and and uh obviously during that scene you know it's interesting that both anakin and ahsoka obviously don't have any faith in the jedi council anymore to you know, believe her that she's innocent of the crime yeah. of um, killing the the prisoner. So yeah. I, uh, you know, I think there's the inklings there of you know what's to come, and I, I won't spoil to that. Fall apart a little bit. And... Yeah, I, I think there's you know that's a mm. nice little um, sort of you know thing that we're going to see in in future episodes, which I won't spoil. Um, now that's all the notes I have for this episode. Yeah. Um, obviously. I'm going to spoil our next episode because I think I have to. Um, I'm going to be choosing episode uh, 20 as our next episode that we'll be talking about. Okay. So anybody so skipping who... Over we're skipping over 19. 19, which is a great episode, don't get me wrong. And okay. I'm sure by the end of this list, there'll be people complaining that, why didn't you have this on your list? Why didn't <laughs> you have this on your list? But, you know, 19 is a great episode. Well, There's so many great episodes, but 19 is yeah, a great episode. Let's watch 19 before we get into 20 then. I'm going to yeah. watch 19. Yeah, I think you should do. Keep on top of it. Yeah, because there is quite a bit of a linkage there. But because of yeah. time, we're just going to be talking about episode 20. So anybody yeah. who's watching this, just pop on 19 before you, you watch our podcast about just for 20. for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, is that it? Is that everything? I think, I th- I think that's I think it for this episode, yeah. yeah. Well, that could good. go on forever, as you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you know, yeah. Well, uh, that is good because I was going to say, you know, I'm, I'm after watching that, I'm kind of hoping that the next one leads on nicely uh, to, to this one and we get to find out you know, what happens at the end of the arc and everything. So The plot thickens. Yeah, luckily we do. So uh, <laughs> good stuff. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. That would be grand. Um, otherwise, we'll catch you in the next one. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.